Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Greece and Rome, and they invite you to celebrate with them. Welcome to Voice of Olympus. Greetings and welcome to Voice of Olympus. I am today your producer, your promoter, and your engineer. Uh, I'm Hercules Invictus, and I am very proud to present the Amber Dragon Podcast, hosted by Linda Marciniak. Tonight, her guest is a representative from Be True Botanicals, and we will learn all about uh, the journey of this very interesting company. Welcome to your show, Linda. Well, bright blessings, Hercules. Thank you so you much. Well. I'll be in the background in case you need me, um, and I'm looking forward to listening to your show. Well, thanks so much. So um, tonight, my guest is it's a little different. I'm working with um, an amazing uh, alchemist tonight. Her name is Lisa Luciano, and she is the, the founder and the herbalist. Uh, for Be True Botanicals. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Before so you proceed, um, I, I just have yeah. Lisa Luciano, did you go to the Bronx High School of Science? No, I did not. Okay, I knew someone named Lisa Luciano uh, there. Okay, sorry. That's okay. So, it, you know, it's funny, though, in Hercules, it's an interesting aside, right? Because you never know where you're going to find someone who's going to be able to change your life in a positive way. So if you don't take the chance to extend yourself out and, and maybe have an awkward moment and say, hey, do I know you? Or, hey, is that something that, you know, maybe sounds good to you? 
you're never going to find these magical people that are pretty much around every corner, right? So um, Lisa and I know each other from, um, you know, a very non-magical existence, you know. So we both work in healthcare and uh, have been there for quite some time. And, you know, we had engaged in a conversation one morning. We were waiting for a meeting to start, and it's, you know, 8 a.m., and so, you know, we're talking and having this conversation and, you know, I'm just kind of sharing my dissatisfaction with all the chemicals that um, I've been finding in my facial products and my uh, moisturizers and, and how I'm really trying to get away from that. And, um, you know, so here in this environment where you least expect it, you know, sits this amazing woman who turns around and says, well, you know... Um, I have this company, and I and I do this thing, and all of a sudden, you know, everything shifted, you know. And I and I have to admit now, Lisa, because it's, it's been a while, but you know, for the rest of the meeting, I was pretty much just fixated on your pores and trying <laughs> to <laughs> trying to stare without staring just to see you know, uh, the quality of your skin. So um, so I'd like you to, to basically, you know, share your story with us and, and tell us about, you know, those, those very humble beginnings for you and, and, you know, what led you down this path and, and a little bit about the company. And, and then we could talk a little bit more um, once we get through that. Okay, sure. So you're right. So when you see... Sometimes you see people um, one way, and then you learn just by the way they dress or something, because at work, obviously, they're dressed very professionally, and um, and you might not know that there's another side of somebody that um, that they're just simply not sharing with someone at work or um, in the store or wherever you might meet them. So um, I've been a nurse for 30 years, and I've always you know, really enjoyed helping people is why I went into it and it's what has sustained me in the profession. Um, but um, I ended up, my son was born with um, some health issues um, and a pretty big congenital heart defect and he had to have um, a number of procedures and then surgery. And so he'd had already had a lot of medications and um, anesthesia a number of times and then um, as he got to be around two he was developing you know chronic ear infections sinus infections you know that that some kids just get afflicted with and pediatrician who I, I do you know I trusted and like and still do but you know that their first thing is just antibiotics 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 and right. I could not get the kid off of antibiotics so we went almost a whole year of just taking antibiotics, one to the next, to another one. And um, I happened to be sitting in a doctor's office reading a magazine, waiting to get seen by yet, you know, somebody else. And I saw an article about how elderberry, um, you know, can, can help cure staff. And um, sometimes staff is certainly, you know, the bug behind the, the sinus. And I noticed my son had, given I have a medical background, I noticed that he had um, what looked like a staph rash kind of always around his nose and sometimes on his cheeks. So I was like, huh, I wonder if that would work. So, you know, never, I didn't know anything about herbs at all. This was 
this my son's 23 now, so this is going back quite a few wow. years. And uh, I went and found Elderberry, and I started giving it to him. And, you know, lo and behold, <laughs> he was better. Got him off antibiotics. He's not, had not taken antibiotics since then. And um, wow. I started, right. And I was like, how so let me heck? Let me just. Let me just ask you a quick question about that because it's interesting. Cause yeah. we, you know, we think about nurses and we think about that medical model, right? So, you know, um, how odd was it or how intuitive was it for you to be reading this article about elderberry and, again, decide to, to take a risk? I mean, did you, did you argue with yourself over that? Did you, you know, like what was that process like for you? You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't really much of a process. I, I figured I had nothing to lose because certainly elderberry is, you know, you can, it's a food grade or, you know, you can sure. drink it as sure. a tea. So I was like, well, you know, I got nothing to lose to try it. And that was, you know, it's better than the hard hitting antibiotics the kid's been on. And um, I thought, well, let's see what happens, you know. So that decision was pretty easy. I mean, um, you know, but once I, once I figured out it worked, I was like annoyed <laughs> that uh-huh. no one knows about this stuff, you know, like right. how the heck. Right. So yeah. it led me on this, you know, searching journey to see what else is out there that I don't know about. And, um, you know, one thing led to another over a couple of years of really trying to do my own research and, you know, was, you don't know what's true and what's not true because there's so much, you know, positive and negative uh, press and articles about herbs. And so I happened upon um, an herbal program that, as it turns out, is like a half hour from my house. And, and I live out in the sticks, so that's, that's saying a lot to be close by. And, uh, and I was like, huh. This guy looks like the real deal. He has his own company and some quality herbs and quality products that he puts out. And I went up and met him, and, you know, he's he's a genius. And he, you know, I, I enrolled in the program, and it's a two-year. It's pretty, pretty intense to, uh, you know, I was working in the ER at the time, so I had to kind of tweak my schedule to, to make sure I could get to his classes. And thankfully, I was able to do that. And it's, so were these um, the classes were I'm sorry the classes were in person classes yeah I mean how, yeah. how did that work for you yeah um, nice it was it was I, I'm a very I do much better hands on learning the online stuff is tough for me to stay in it because I like the connection with the teachers and the students and um, so I loved it it was like my favorite you know, five hours of the day to go to this class. And it was a great group. We had, it's a, you know, the only prerequisite that you had to have was that you took, um, I think you had to have at least one um, anatomy and physiology class under your belt before taking this class so that, you know, because it was, you know, it's pretty technical. Um, So there were some lay people there who had just went and took a college level anatomy and physiology course before taking the class. Um, but there wow. was a fair amount of nurses in there, um, chiropractors, um, you know, that sort of more healthcare type personalities in there um, in the class. It was about, I mean, probably 30 of us, I think. 
Um, wow. And we all got we got really close, you know, over the two years that you've taken a class. I loved it. I hated it for that it to sounds, end. <laughs> that sounded really. That sounds exciting. So, is there is there opportunity after that class for you to go on and and continue your education in that, or is it just kind of a totally self-contained program? It's pretty. It's self-contained. Um, you could, you know, I could do. It, it's to do anything in person is pretty tough because there's no other programs around here. There's a lot yeah. out in the like, you know, Oregon out that way where the, there seems to be a more acceptance of you know, herbal medicine. And so how was your, I mean, were you sharing the whole time you were in that the class for two years, were you, were you sharing that with family and friends that you were doing that? Or was it just something you were, you know, just taking in all on your own? Um, no, I was sharing. Um, <laughs> my kids to this day are like, uh, herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Here, try this. Drink this. Rub that on you. Yes. You don't need to go to the doctor, honey. I got it. Oh, my God. And a lot of them taste pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. And it was funny because so I started making this, you know, so I started making the skin stuff during that class because we had, um, you know, we had a great teacher that came in and taught us how to, you know, really make some salves, like really basic stuff, salves and balms and things like that. And then the herbs that to infuse in them that would work for different type skin issues. Um, and one of them was barberry. Barberry is like a really, barberry was a really strong yellow you know, root from the barberry plant, and it has like um, a very, very powerful properties of um, antimicrobial. And so, when you and it fuses beautifully into an oil. So when you take that and infuse it over time, it takes. You know, I don't like to put my oils under heat to infuse because I think it it takes away from the properties of the oil. So I let them uh-huh. infuse for like a month or more. Um, wow! Just in like a warm, you know, like a warm oven that's just warm because it's, you know, from your pilot light kind of warm. And um, I started making a little balm for John, my son, because, you know, that staff rash sort of continued on. And then I switched, it was too thick, so I switched it over, kind of tweaked it along the way, I switched it over to a serum um, because it was easier to apply and less, not as thick and shiny because now he's getting older, you know. And um, and it clicked cleared his skin up and so but by the time he was in middle school he was still having some of those bumpy issues on his cheeks and um you know I, I, I kind of tweaked out the serum even further and started applying you know having him apply it and it, it cleared it everyone was saying it was acne it doesn't look like acne it's like different it looked more rashy so then I made that stuff and put it on and and it cleared his skin up. And then, funny enough, one of the other mom's sons was kind of having the same issue. I was like, well, give us a try. Does it work for John? And she put it on her son, and his skin cleared up. So then it kind of started spreading around in school. that I, They called me, this, you know, the witch. or um, And I had, they, they called it the witch's brew or snake oil. <laughs> 
get Lisa to get you that snake oil. <laughs> right. Like, and, and, uh, and yet they lined up to get it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the interesting piece. <laughs> we don't know I what's bet, in it, but give us <laughs> We want it. My my we funny want story it. was like I had this total naysayer who was like, you know, ah, it doesn't work, doesn't work. And it was like the year that we had a really, I think it was the H1N1 flu come out. And uh, sure enough, you know, her beloved son gets, gets the flu. And she's, she's freaking out because he's pretty sick, you know, and she brings him to the doctor. And the doctor's like, it's a virus. There's really nothing we can do. Go home. He'll get better. You know, bed rest, fluids. And she calls me. And I'm in the ED. I was working. So I get this call, frantic call. Like, do you have anything for the flu? And I was like, <laughs> I had actually made this little concoction of um, antimicrobial viral herbs along with bone set, which helps bring fevers down and get that general malaise feeling, you know, at bay. And so I had made that because I did my second paper. Um, we had to do two papers for school, and I did it on, um, you know, infections. And uh infectious disease rather. And so I had made this little flu fighter and I said, well, you know, somebody late, you know, I don't get off till late. I'll have my husband put it in the mailbox and you can come pick it up. So she comes, you know, does that. And we don't live that close to her. So she makes this grand effort, comes and gets it. And like two days later, she calls, she's like, he's better. You're, you are a witch. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) uh, cracking up I'm like yeah you're the one who said oh this doesn't work but okay mm-hmm. so. yeah it's kind of funny when it works that way right and you know people that you you just don't even imagine even know what you're doing you know somehow kind of find out through the grapevine that there's you know that there's some kind of magic afoot and even though you know they they can't admit to themselves that you know, maybe this is a possibility, they still want to be involved. You know, I, I had one of the vice presidents of nursing actually kind of walk into my office one day and quietly sit down in the chair by the door, and I'm kind of looking around, and I'm thinking, okay, well, she doesn't have security with her, so I'm I'm guessing I'm not getting fired. You know, what does she want? And, I mean, this woman couldn't be more, you know, prim, proper, uptight, you know, very, very conservative lady. And she sits down in my office and she says to me, I'm having a flooding problem in my kitchen. And I said, okay. She said, it's my mother's house and I'm trying to renovate it. And ever since I started to try and renovate it, um, I'm having all kinds of water issues in the house. And I realized that she had found out that, you know, I I am a practicing witch and that she was actually coming to me to ask for some advice on how to, you know, take care of her house. And, you know, and I sat there for a minute and I thought, is this some kind of a, is this some kind of a trap? (laughs) You know, is this a test? Is this a trap? You know. Are the villagers outside with the pitchforks and the lanterns? I don't know what to say. So I I gave her the information that, you know, that I could. And, you know, about 
three days later or so, I'm walking down the hall, and she's coming out of a meeting with, you know, everybody and anybody who's, you know, above my pay grade. And as she walks past me in the hall, she gives me a quiet little thumbs up and a wink. And I'm like, all right, guess the water stopped. So it's very empowering. It is. You know, it's funny that people, you know, they kind of want it. I mean, I think it, on a basic level, I think people know there's more to to life than what you can see, you know. And uh, But sometimes it, you know, takes pushing them to, you know, in a comfortable place before they'll reach out. But So what what's the but, secret, if you can share, like, what do you do to fix the water in the house? So in that particular instance, you know, this was her mom's house, and um, she just kind of, you know, she just kind of went through it like a wrecking ball. You know, you have to kind of ask permission to do these things. You know, like her mom was in a nursing home now with Alzheimer's, and so she was just taking it upon herself to, you know, gut this house and renovate the house. And I said, well, have you ever asked permission? And she looked at me, and I said, well, you know, everything's been the way it was in that house since you were a little girl. And now, you know, when you come in and you just start ripping everything up, it it sends the message that you're kind of devaluing it. So you have to kind of, you know, walk carefully with this stuff. And it's just like anything else. You know, we hold on so tightly to our, you know, to our traditions. And if you're going to take something away you have to replace it with some kind of reassurances so you know and and that's what she did and I you know I said to her you know you might want to just walk around the house and thank the house for the years and and, you know that um, the shelter and the love and and everything else and talk about your beautiful memories in the house and and say how you really just want to improve you know the space you're not replacing things because you don't like them. It's just that you're trying to enhance your space. And, um, you know, I told her to sage a little bit and use some Florida water and, um, you know, and so it worked. And, and so it, it, it kind of speaks to authenticity. So when I look at you, Lisa, and of course people can't see you, but um, you're, you're not a snake oil salesman. You know, you're not a, <laughs> you know, you're not, you know, you're not a P.T. Barnum. You're not standing on the street corner with a cigar box and, you know, dark amber <laughs> bottles, you know, in, in every pocket of your coat. And you, you are a you are an, an authentic, legitimate um, soul. And you're someone who, um, because of the way that you present yourself, you're trustworthy. And I oh, think that you. when we're talking... Well, when we're talking about stuff like this, I mean, that's what people are looking for, right? You know, I, I have a, um, a very dear young woman who works in my shop, um, and I'm constantly telling her about, you know, you got to be careful of fanatics. You know, every movement has their fanatics. And these are the people that, you know, when, when the movement has hit the record, you know, the, the history books, they're nowhere to be found. Because fanatics are are a flash in a pan. What you're looking for is somebody who's truly authentic. And when you hear your story, right, I mean, you came from a place of love, 
you came from a place of protection for your son. Um, you know, all the right things are, were there. You weren't saying, you know what, I just want to start some company, make some money, you know, I want to sell people stuff and, you know, fly by night. It just had nothing to do with that. This was a journey you were on um, because it was, it was a, um, you know, a journey of the heart, right? This was definitely something that you were doing with passion because clearly your son means something to you and watching your children suffer, it's not something that a mom likes to do. And, right. and as a result of that now, here you are and you're helping, you know, you're helping people. It's just such a wonderful journey. It, it really has been. And, I mean, I've given away, you know, that's where it was funny because I, I was starting to, you know, as I got to know people, people at the time I had, I would go to the gym every morning before going to work. And, um, you know, started, they knew I was, you know, doing herbal medicine and I was helping some people there at work and trying to just get the herbs. Because some of the herbs, if they come in a tincture, I mean, they're very uh, difficult to make. So to they can be very expensive if they're made right. And um, so I could get in the, um, the master herbalist that I study with does, you know, provide his students with, you know, really nice discounts for us to be able to make our own formulas and things. And so I was trying to help everybody out at the gym and I was doing the mom thing with school and I was making stuff for people at work. <laughs> Honestly, it was just, I was costing me so much time and money and I had to kind of back off of it because, um, you know, I felt bad charging people because we're not used to that really. And I, I've never charged people to be their nurse, you know, I mean, I don't look at it that way. I certainly, I get paid by the hospital, but, you know, we're not billers, you know, and it, it was a really right. hard transition to start billing people, but, you know, you you have to, you know, you have to recoup, you know, your, your time, and that was a big thing. I, I had no problem charging people for the product because, you know, I had to pay for it, but it was charging them for my time um, that I had trouble with because I don't, I'm not used to doing that, but. Um, well, so, so that's been so, a little bit of a transition. Yeah, and and I share that with you because I, you know, I I do a lot of work with folks with um, Reiki and meditation and you know and kind of light energy healing that kind of stuff and and it's hard because you know they're not walking out with like a bag of something but it, it's your energy and so you know my my tradition and my spiritual path, we talk about energy. It's all about energy. It's all about an exchange of energy. And, and you know that because you work with, you know, you, you transform herbs using energy into something else. Right. It's another form of it and that now you can, you can kind of work with it. So it's that same kind of thing. So when you think about, you know, charging thing for the work that you're doing it's it's got to be done i mean there's an exchange of energy that has to be done and if it's not if you can't if you can't negotiate that in some kind of a barter system then it has to be done in some kind of a you know um currency yeah because that way that's where the value sits in this stuff i mean you know that's the value 
placed on your learning, your time, your energy, your resources. And when somebody pays you for that, it honors you. And it's, you know, it, it's a way of saying, you know, I respect everything that you've put into this, all the things that we can't see, you know, the hours reading, the studies, the botched experiments, the, you know, the time taken away from your family to extend yourself in this way to people. And, and that's what kind of keeps, keeps it all in balance if you, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, can, that's actually put really well because I never really looked at it like that. Yeah. I mean, I have people that come into my shop all the time that help me out. And like, like yesterday, we had a big party with all of my um, fellowship folks that were available to come and help me pack because we have two huge rock uh, and gem shows coming up. Um, over the next two weekends and you know all my inventory is sitting on my shelf so of course I had to do that and I can't do it by myself so people come and help and then you know of course they're seeing things on the shelf that they want to buy well I'm not going to charge you because this is an exchange (laughs) of energy you know you came and spent you know four hours so I have to give you something back and you know that way you you know you don't feel drained you don't feel um resentful you know what i mean yeah yeah i do i I mean and you're right i mean it is a lot of uh a lot of your heart goes into you know making what you make and um even though i do i love doing i could spend all day in the kitchen you know experimenting with different herbs and you know oils and um you know i I, it's something i've I'm passionate about, but you know, you're right. After a while, you just, if you just keep giving and giving, it does just drain you and you have to step back and put it all back together. Yes. So let's talk. When we started, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You go. When we started the be true uh, botanical business, which was really only about two months ago when we really decided we were going to, you know, try to really, market it out a little bit and get it out to more people. Um, that actually started when my husband sent, I didn't even know he did it. He sent the serum to a client of his whose son was having skin issues and uh, it worked. And it turns out the client, um, you know, said, I don't know why, why are you not selling this? This is a, an amazing product. And he, he does web design. And my husband and I, neither of us could do anything like that. So um, he said, I'll do it for free because that's how much I love his product. So that's kind of how we said, okay, <laughs> we can get this out to more people. And um, so that's kind of how the little journey started. And so, um, so far it's been a lot of fun, I have to say. So let's talk about the product. Um, so, you know, and I, and I shared with you, you were, you were telling me about the products and, you know, I immediately went on, went on the website, you know, we're in this meeting <laughs> together and I'm like, yes, yes, bioethics, very important, extremely important. Yes. I'm sorry. What's that website again? Because now I've got it in my head that, you know, you mean there's something this simple out there and I have access to it? I mean, I have been searching. I mean, you know what most women's medicine cabinets look like. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy making. So, 
So here we are, and, you know, you're telling me about these products, and and I've shared some some stories. I'm a little limited. You know, I, I need very clear directions, and I should not be left alone at any point in time um, with, you know, anything that involves me having to measure it out. But um, so so these products are just, they're phenomenal, and they speak for themselves once once you put them on. So so tell us, you know, what is in that? You know, what is the 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 package consists of? What are the products? So the the cleanser is a it's an oil based cleanser. So it's it's a little different than what everyone's used to. Um, it's a blend of different oils that um, really make it nice for everyone. So some oils are actually really drying, which sort of sounds counterintuitive, but like castor oil um, does great at removing, you know, dirt and grime from your skin, but it, it, it's, it's very drying. So it makes your skin really dry, feel very dry. So I only put a little tiny bit of that in because I do like how it, it breaks down um, sebum and different impurities. But then to balance that out, I put in, avocado oil, which is super rich in fatty acids and all kinds of good nutrients. And, um, and I, do, I do use our base signature oil, which is the herbal-infused olive oil um, in there to try to keep those herbs in to help keep your skin nice and fresh. And um, so that's – and you actually apply – you just pump it out and apply a little bit to your dry face. So your skin's dry when you put it on, and you massage it in, and then you just rinse it with um, warm water. And if there's any residue, you can use a soft cloth to wipe it off. But it, doesn't, it takes all your makeup off if you wear makeup, anything, you know, all the impurities that your skin gathers during the day. And um, it's not, you, just, you never feel like it's dry when you're done. And I, I really like that method of cleaning. And people who have oily skin think, I'm not going to put oil on my skin to clean my oil right. skin, but it's right. a different, you know, it, it actually oil removes oil. It kind of helps, you know, break it all down and get it off. Um, and it's organic, all organic, you know, oils. And um, I put a little essential oils in just for scent, which are also organic. The whole line's organic. Uh, I, I really think that, you know, everybody talks about eating clean and you know, eating, you know, like we're, like we were designed to eat, but a lot of, a lot of people aren't thinking about, you know, what you're putting on right. your skin, you know, your skin, your right, biggest organ. Right. You know, right. you really got to think about what you're putting on it and what's going in it. And, you know, that's, that's kind of where I was at, you know, years ago. I don't want to put, I'm putting all that stuff on me, you know, and there's this, I mean, it's my own little thought process, but there's a, all this increase in skin cancer, you got to wonder if it's more related to what we're putting on than just the sun. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, we're just we are we are just assaulted by chemicals. I mean, even okay. these things like like you know like Febreze and all that kind of stuff. It quote unquote eliminates um, odors out of the air. What what is it putting into the air? You know, I don't want to walk right. into a cloud of anything and. So, I mean, that was, for me, that was really the draw here. First of all, it's it's simple. There's only yeah. three steps. You you cannot mess this up. It's only three steps. <laughs> you cleanse your face, you tone your face, and you moisturize your face. Yeah. And, and the toner is uh, organic witch hazel, which is one of my favorites. 
or I love witch hazel. Um, and it's just balanced with um, with a little aloe again, so it won't be so drying, um, which it can be astringent. But the toner keeps your pH on your face a little lower, which helps you know make sure you don't get blemishes and things like that. So that's also a great way to remove any excess um, residual oils that might be left on from the from the wash. And then and then the serum has taken me years to get to where it's at and I think it's actually perfection at this point. I don't want to change it at all. Um, but it's it's you know an organic olive oil but it sits with um, orange peel, hibiscus, rose, lavender, uh, alkanet, which beautiful herb. It gives it a beautiful color of pink and um, lavender and it sits for you know infusing for over a month and it's just uh, it's very light. And some people, you know, I just was talking to somebody today, and it, it's funny because people are like, how much do I use? Because it does come in a dropper, so you can use exactly how much you want, and you can put it exactly where you want. So if, right. you know, your your forehead gets greasy, you don't, maybe you don't put it there, but you want to put it around your eyes and mouth or something like that. Um, and that's it. Yeah, then you're done. And, and you know, um, when when we talk about things like, toner, you know, everybody has had experience, you know, you can't be a woman, you know, older than 12, and you don't know, you know, toners, cleansers, moisturizers, it's, it's almost part of our DNA now. So, you know, you have to really just, you have to suspend your disbelief in this stuff. And whatever experiences you've had in the past, you just have to kind of let that go. So, my skin has historically been oily, um, but whenever I use toners, it's, I'm very, very sensitive. My, my whole system, you know, and, and, you know, people laugh all the time. I say I'm a very fragile flower because they're like, <laughs> yeah, the hell, you're a Venus flytrap lady. What, there's nothing fragile about you, but my skin um, is very, very fragile. And so, for me, like toners have always been something I've never, I, I haven't been able to use them. And this toner, it, it's just amazing. It, it does not dry your face. Um, so it, it is very nice. And, and the three, um, they just complement themselves very well. And, I, and I'm very happy with the, with the set. Uh, and it lasts forever because you're yeah, not. It does. You know, you're not using um, a lot of this product. You're just, like I use five drops of the serum. Right. And it's really enough to coat my entire face and down um, the underside of my chin. So right. cause that's the other area is that, you know, for some reason women forget their neck. I know. You Mine know, like, like we, we wash our face people that put makeup on that you get that kabuki look because your face is one <laughs> color and then your neck is like I, what is that I you've got to blend people blend but so moisturizers are the same thing you know you've got to that skin extends down and and you know a lot of women are they tend their face but we can tell your age by the tops of your hands and your neck because right. those are areas we forget. So, 
it's just a wonderful product. Lisa, what um, are you going to trade shows or what are you doing and, and how can people get their hands on this? So right now it's available um, on the website, betruebotanicals.com. Um, and I'm talking it, um, we have it on sale at in Califon in New Jersey at our chiropractor is selling it um, in town, Califon Chiropractors. And that's so far, I think, where we're at. We're so early in the process. Um, we are talking to a couple spas that are interested in a purely organic line because, um, nice. you know, a lot of spas really try to stick to natural products, but if you're using um, something that's not local, it's pretty tough to keep it all organic without putting a preservative in it. So um, a couple of local spas have clientele that don't want preservatives, and so, you know, they're, they're looking to come um, and buy, you know, natural, uh, a local product that doesn't need, you know, a month of shipping. So we're talking to a couple of spas, Ryan, too. Nice. And, and this is a, the line is vegan as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, vegan, I mean, that's cruelty free, gluten free. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you, if you talk to your kids about that cruelty thing, I'm not quite sure, but animals and that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> um, they think I'm cruel for giving them the herbs all these years. <laughs> well, you know, I, I sell rocks and minerals and crystals and, so, you know, when you buy those things, you got to clean them. you got to wash them, what have you. And so I would have them in pots on my stove because I would like the water to be just a little bit warm, but you can't really heat them too much because the crystals will, will actually crack. But so I, you know, I had all these old aluminum pans, these big macaroni pots and what have you, and I would fill them with soapy water and cleanser and whatever, and I'd have all my rocks soaking and my kids would come in the door you know after football and and baseball and they'd be like they'd see all those pots on the stove and they thought this was great they were getting a nice hot meal and then they'd open the lids and they'd realize that there was nothing in there but literal stone soup so um you know our kids are are they're very interesting historians for the for our past because they can really tell some stories and i I That's just, true. I kind of like that. Yeah. Me too. We, so, still, we do get a kick out of it. Yeah. And, and I, but they're your best advertisement too. I mean, look at your son. I mean, whatever else happens, he's, you know, he's had the opportunity to be chemical free in his, his skincare line. Which is nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's still, uh, he's still, you know, we, sh- we ship it down because he's down in Florida. And he's always like, oh, can you ship me some more of that stuff? <laughs> like, okay. Nice. So I actually do, nice. I'm looking to create more of a, you know, men's line, um, which, you know, maybe a shaving oil, you know, and aftershave to keep it organic. Because I know there's not a lot out there. And um, I was just visiting my niece this weekend in Boston, and she had gone with a group of friends out skiing. And boys were complaining after a couple of days of skiing how dry their skin was from the cold. So she gave right. them a serum. And they were all lathering out. She was telling me this weekend that she was, they're like 27, you know. And uh, she said they were all lathering on, you know, saying, oh, my God, my skin feels so good. Yeah. 
I said, you know, I got to get a men's line out there. So that, that's that's in the works. I think that's wonderful, and you know, and it doesn't. Um, it does not make you shiny. It does not make you greasy. Um, I had shared with with um, with you my little um, my little experience out in Arizona. So I'm I'm you know I made <laughs> I made I made travel size versions of all of my essential oils because I wear a lot of essential oils and 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 your skincare line was coming with me and I was so proud of myself. I was all ready. And I got all the way to Arizona, and for Pete's sakes, I forgot the serum at home. And a friend of mine had told me she uses glycerin, pure glycerin on her face. So I go out and I buy myself glycerin, and, um, you know, I I just apply it to my face. And uh, before you know it, I'm gathering every dust ball and blew my nose, and the, the tissues stayed on my face, and... It's very dusty out in Arizona, so my my pores were like, "What the heck is going on here?" Um, because of course, without proper instruction, I didn't know that you're supposed to dilute the the glycerin. So um, I made sure that I'm never going to make that mistake again. What I did was I made I made like little bottles of this of the serum. You know, I keep a bottle up at my mom's because I sleep there on the weekends and I've got a bottle down here and I have a bottle in my yoga bag just in case. So, um, you know, the, the product comes in such a nice quantity that you really can make smaller versions of it for yourself and just, you know, put them wherever you normally wash your face. So you have what you need. Um, it's easy to do. So now, so what's next? So we're t- you're talking about possibly expanding the line. Yeah, so I started with our three basic, you know, those are, you know, three things that I had created a while back and it's really comfortable. I, I, I knew that they were right where I wanted them to be. Um, but I, now, you know, I really want to do, you know, I wouldn't mind doing a men's line. Um, but my next one is going to definitely be a body oil. Because, um, you know, as I get a little older, I've never been dry, but I'm definitely drying out. So my skin is, <laughs> it needs it needs more than, a, you know, regular lotion. Yeah. And again, it's really yeah. hard to find an organic lotion or oil um, that doesn't have all the, you know, bad stuff in it. So um, yeah. I'm actually, this weekend, that's, I've been kind of researching what herbs I want to put in and what are the best oils. Um, you know, for the for, to really absorb quickly, so you're not, you know, getting them on your clothes. Um, so that's kind of what my weekend is going to look like this weekend: is playing around in the kitchen and finding out, you know, the best combination of oils and herbs to uh, to make a body oil, because that's definitely coming up. And then um, we have a lip balm coming out. I just um, I'm waiting on containers to put that in, and uh, that's kind of our direction. I'm very excited about the lip balm. I can imagine it's probably going to be really good, so I, I'm really it's looking really forward nice. to that. Oh, yeah. good. Um, so, that should be in soon. So now when you when you market this now, and I know that you have your Facebook page, and you're on Instagram also, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. 
so people can find you um, in those two places. Are you are you thinking about doing any pop-ups or anything where people can actually meet you and your products at the same time? Um, that would be a great idea. I definitely would be happy to do that. I, I haven't really looked at, um, you know, what venues would be, you know, available to us, but um, that's something we should definitely look at. Yeah, I know, um, you know, there's, there's a tremendous amount of, um, you know, this kind of, of program right now, especially in the vegan community, where they're having all these pop-ups all over the place. So, you know, anywhere where they're marketing, even your local uh, farmer's market would be mm-hmm. a great a great place to do that. Just set yourself up one, you know, one day at the farmer's market and, um you know, let people actually just get this stuff on their skin, and it, it definitely speaks um, for itself. And, you know, having that local um, connection, I think it would be a really wonderful thing. Yeah, I think you're think right. That's a that. good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we do have a local farm market, too. I think it starts up this spring. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, even, you know, with the herbs and everything, just even having like a few of those herbs there so they can see people can see them and you know just hold them and smell them and then just apply them right to their skin this is as close as you're going to get i mean there's there are so few ingredients that um you really do feel like short of you making it at home in your own kitchen that this product is really um it's just simply as as close to nature as you can get it and i I give you a lot of credit for that because I, I can't imagine that that's easy to do. Yeah, it's definitely been uh that was a big challenge is trying to, you know, keep the product simple and pure and without preservatives. Um, so that's, and I, I, you know, I would love to, ma- I make, I love making, you know, um, organic lotions. Um, and I do do that for, for my, you know, family and friends at holidays. I'll give them out as gifts, but, you know they do. They don't last because it's you know the shelf life is rather short when you're not using any preservatives. So um, I've been reluctant to try to sell it at all because I'm concerned people would you know not not appreciate the fact that you got to keep it in the refrigerator if you're not going to use it for a while and things like that. So um, I'm trying to get down to. I would love to be able to create that and sell that out because they're they're. Um, I really enjoy using them, but I, I have to find, a, you know, an organic, natural preservative that, that really does work and last, and that's that's been a challenge. So when you say there's a there's a, a shorter shelf life for this stuff, how long is it? You know, it's funny. We were having some – I have one in my refrigerator now that I've been, that's been in there for months, and it's fine. And and then I've done a batch that go, you know, grow some mold, you know, within a month or two. And, and so I, I can't figure out why one lasts so long. And I make them like one after the other. So it doesn't make sense that one lasts, one doesn't. So that that's where um, I got to, you know, I'm not sure. Something, you know, must contaminate one or the other, but it, it's the same process over and over. So... Once I figure right. out what's going wrong, <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I'm comfortable they'll last a couple of months at least, um, I would be inclined to put them out there. 
they're a bit time consuming to make. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think of your batches. I mean, so you're making this stuff in very, um, small. very small batches. Yeah. Yeah. I never, um, but I, I make, I try to make it almost to order. So like I try to spend, um, two weekends a month where I sit and make products, you know, almost to order. So I, I have, a, you know, I'll make a few, you know, maybe 10 or 20 more than I anticipate the orders are coming in. And then I have a little left over. But if I, you know, we have had um, a couple of weeks where we had more orders than I thought. I, got, I just come home from work and sit and, and put them all together. Wow. So it's pretty much Calm. to order at this point. And how is it how is it working with the um, with the Facebook um, and the website? You're getting obviously you're getting um, a certain amount of business from that. Is it is it folks that you know, or you're are you reaching new people? You know, we 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 I think we reached as many people that I that in my circle. So we had a really good you know first couple of months, but then. Um, I, I think we're not getting past like friends and friends of friends, you know, that's kind of, and like you say, the product lasts a while. So, you know, there's not yeah. been a lot of reordering yet. Um, so actually I'm planning on just trying to put some ads out on, on social media just to see if we can reach a little further outside of, of um, friends and family. Yeah. What about, have you thought about anything on YouTube? Because I think if people yeah. connect you, you know what I mean, like for your own product. Because again, you're not, um, you, you don't look like um, a fly by night kind of individual. You know, you look genuine and sincere, and you look like um, somebody that I would feel comfortable with buying, you know, a product from that I'm going to actually apply to my skin. You know, um, and, and you know, I mean, I I dress like a lunatic sometimes, and I know that. But when you're, you know, when you're marketing your product, you really want to see the the people behind it, especially something like this where you're making it. And um, I think that that would that would really go quite far for you, you know, to That's be a great able idea. to, you know, do some YouTube, and also for people like me that struggle with instructions. You know what I mean? To to actually <laughs> do a, a YouTube video on you know how much is enough, you know, and what what right. are we talking about? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's a great so, idea. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can, I'm not. I have. To, I need you to help me market my stuff. <laughs> well, this is I, and and I am a PT Barnum, so you know. I, um, <laughs> That that's something I'm very good at. But even you know having people, you know, demo the product or, and testimonials, you know, that kind of stuff, it, it all goes yeah. really far. Um, and putting the name to the to the brand is is important because again, you 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 can sell this. Your skin is great. You look very healthy um, and very you know you can talk about it because it's it's authentic for you. It's true. It's, you're not just, 
you know, marketing something that's being made over, you know, in China or something, and you really can't speak to it. You can speak to the process, and um, so that brings confidence to the consumer because, you know, they want to know where everything comes from, you know. Yeah, So right. right. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. It is good stuff. Believe it or not, we're almost out of time. Oh, oh yeah, we are. Yeah. So I told you it was going to go pretty quick, and, um, and we could probably that. talk more. Yeah, so, I, I mean, in Hercules, we, we I know. Have, we actually have another hour, I think. We're at 10 o'clock. Oh, o I know, but Lisa, yeah. Oh, Lisa, okay, Lisa I'm sorry. Stay till 11. Um, okay. But, you know. I'll, I'll be here, and I'm loving have... uh, your, this uh, whole conversation. So talk to you soon. Okay. So, so, and, and Hercules, before you tune out, I mean, before we came on the air, we were talking about, you know, your wellness show and, yes. you know, the focus that, that you're doing and, you know, Lisa's products and, and Lisa's knowledge, you know, that might be another opportunity for her to guest on your show and talk about, you know, the, um, you know, the benefits of using organic, vegan um, locally sourced products as a way to kind of keep your your skin healthy, keep the temple going, you know that kind of thing. Uh, awesome, that'd be great. Uh, I will get yeah. your contact info from uh, Linda, and uh, we could definitely schedule that. We have several optimal uh, wellness shows, of which uh, Linda's has been running uh, the longest and the strongest. So, um, yes, definitely. Our, our hosts often look for guests. You are very well-spoken and believe in your product and uh, tell great stories. So uh, uh, you'd make an excellent guest on any of our shows. Oh, thank you. That would be awesome. So one more time, Lisa, so that everybody knows, um, how can they get their hands on this product? So what are the links? What are the, what are the contacts for folks? So there's a link on our, you can follow us on Instagram at Be True Botanicals or on Facebook, also Be True Botanicals. Both have a link right to our website. Um, and the website is BeTrueBotanicals.com. It's B as in the letter B, T-R-U, Botanicals.com. Um, and that's both of, that's our handle on both Instagram and Facebook too. And the one thing we really haven't touched on yet um, is the price. And I have to say, I mean, women spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on products that basically just sit around and, and you know, sadly they don't grow mold and they never change because <laughs> they're they're going to outlive us all. The products are still going to be sitting here in my house and I'm going to be long gone. But um, and when you think about the, you know, the prices, the retail prices of this stuff, your product line is so reasonably priced that, and, and because of the quantity that you give people, I mean, when you break that down, you know, to how much it would cost you monthly to use these products, it's, it's like literally pennies a day. Yeah, it really is. I really wanted to keep it. You know, I, I, I really wanted to keep it to the, a price point where if you're going to go out, you know, you can buy, you know, let's say you go to the grocery store and, you're, and that's where you buy your skincare stuff, right, in the grocery store because you don't want to make an extra stop. Um, 
and you're probably buying like you know some some brand that claims to be natural um and you know kind of wanted to keep it at the price point you know that you can just what like what you pay at you know your local pharmacy or your you know your local grocery store so that you know everybody can get it because there's a lot of product out there that really are are hundreds of dollars and you know I, I just can't see paying that kind of money for you know for a face serum yeah it, well, and it, and it excludes a lot of people that can't afford to do that. Sure. And and the reality is it's it's no better just because it costs a lot of money. That's um, right. So the the quality cannot be, you know, attached to the price tag. So when you so when folks go onto your website and they see um, you know, the cost of these three products together, you can buy them separately, you can buy them together. Um, you know, debunk it because it's actually reasonably priced and it's something that you could afford um, because there's there's a lot of value in that and they are amazing products and I'm just I'm so grateful that I took the chance to you know talk to you that morning about you know skincare it was kind of bizarre you know we're just sitting there waiting <laughs> for the meeting to start I'm like I'm boring this woman telling her about my skincare products but but and here like, it is. Oh, do you meditate? <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Tell me, tell me about that. Listen, I I'll, get give into that. Facial, <laughs> I'll give you facial cleansers if you come and rid my house of all the demons. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. I really enjoy it. Well, thanks, Lisa. You're great. And um, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, you're up bright and early. We got that same meeting tomorrow morning, you know. Yes, yes, we do. So we have to now. We have to come up with something new to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize this was on the eve of that meeting. That's pretty funny. It was. I, I just noticed it today. Yeah, me too. Yep. <sighs> well, so so thank you so much for being my guest. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing. Um, all of the ways that your journey um, expands from here on out, and, uh, and thanks for more your than happy. Well, hey, anytime. I'm more than happy to help. So uh, when thanks. I believe in it, um, I market it, and I, I just love your stuff. So That's thank great. you, and, thank and you. have a lovely evening. Yes, you too. Thanks. Thank you very much, Lisa. I look forward to sticking with you again soon. Oh, me too. Thanks a lot. Okay, wow, that was a great uh, interview, and I learned a lot about uh, um, skin care. <laughs> so it was very interesting. And you're right, it's, uh, it's amazing sometimes uh, the people that we know uh, uh, what uh, uh, will come through a simple conversation. Well, there's so much depth to people, Hercules, and I think, yeah. I think it, you know, in the pace of our lives these days and because we live in such um, remote and distant communities, and I say that because we're not really aware of each other, we're not interacting with one another. I mean, geez, whole families sit in diners and they don't even look up anymore. You know, they're, they're sitting with their phones. So, like, gone are the days. 
And so gone are the days that we really knew our neighbors. You know, we know our neighbors now in a suspicious nature, right? So the only time I pay right. attention to you is if I think that you're shifty or I think that there's there's something about you that's on America's Most Wanted. You know, like this is what we're looking for in people today. We're not looking to just, you know, maybe have a barbecue with you or just sit and talk over the fence while we're, you know, gardening. It's that kind of a world. So there's so much depth to people, and there's so much more interesting if we take the opportunity to really um, to get to know them. And, you know, Lisa is definitely um, – she's one of the highlights of my day, you know, because I know when I see her, we're going to share an inside laugh. We're going to connect on a level that's, that's – beyond, you know, the meeting that we're in or the agenda that we're focused on and, uh, you know, and it's good stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm really glad glad she came on the show and I, I'm really, really glad uh, for her product line. So um, I wish I, her I'm well. Brief break so I could re- replenish my coffee and my ice water uh, and then we'll Great. continue with the song. Yes, I, there's a lot of things that uh, um, uh, we need to discuss. So this is a great time to discuss them. All righty, we'll talk to you in a few minutes then. Okay, and we'll listen to Dave the Bard's Cauldron Born in the interim. Thank you. Sing your spell. 
Welcome back to Voice of Olympus, the Amber Dragon podcast, hosted by Linda Marciniak. And right now, I am the guest, and we're going to be talking about adventures that will be unfolding in the months ahead. Greetings and welcome back, Linda. Well, thank you, and greetings to you, Hercules. Yeah, we have a lot of adventures, a lot of adventures coming up. First of all, I'm... I'm excited with the fact that we're, you know, almost through March and we're we're heading, you know, in the right direction. It's getting warmer, it's getting lighter, longer, and you can kind of feel that that quickening churn of energy, you know, in the yes. earth. And um, you know, the daffodils and the hyacinths are are up, and the trees are starting to bud, and so it's all good stuff. And um, and we have a lot of activity kind of churning around us. I mean, you certainly, um, you know, I follow you on Facebook and I'm honored. Um, you are just, you know, exploding into the spotlight these days. And um, it's just so good to see you using all of your talents and, um, you know, expanding your warm circle. So now you're in New York city as well. And, um, you know, creating a, a spiritually minded group out there. I just think it's wonderful. I, I meet lots of amazing people and uh, people uh, are always looking for the opportunity to do amazing things. So I luck out in that way. There's like so many interesting people. And uh, also our world is one that's filled with uh, challenges and a lot of needless suffering. Uh, so uh, fixed. Um, you know, people will uh, help out and uh, help alleviate uh, the circumstances. So um, a lot has been clicking in place, uh, uh, especially in the Amber Dragon. The Amber Dragon is a very vital community, uh, and not only for its immediate area in Branchville, but uh, now it's uh, reaching a global audience. Well, I think it's it's very exciting, and, and I feel the growth there. Um, every weekend we've got, you know, more and more new people walking in the door, and it's just so beautiful to share their energy, to have them come in, you know, talk about their stories and their paths and ask the questions that, you know, they haven't been able to ask anywhere else and, and just mm-hmm. to genuinely feel feel comfortable there, and I'm – you know, again, very blessed to have um, a true fellowship of dragons around me. Yes. And, uh, you know, on any given Saturday or Sunday, you know, you, you're you walking into a very warm and welcoming group of people because um, there's usually one or two dragons um, kind of there in the shop and um, everybody is just so open and, and willing to um, – you know, to talk and offer their stories and kind of make you feel at home when you come in there. So it's a good feeling. Um, We're actually, um, Hercules, we're actually closed for the next two weeks. Um, Oh, okay. You know, this is is how the universe works, right? We have two very large shows in New Jersey um, every year, and they are back-to-back, uh, you know, on, on back-to-back weekends. So, um, you know, it would be nice if they were spaced out a little bit more, but, um, uh, you know, the Druid and I are members of the North Jersey Mineralogical Society, yes. and 
our big annual show is going um, coming up this weekend, the 30th and 31st of March. We're going to be up at Midland Park High School again. Um, it's our it's our third or fourth year there. I, I've lost track of time a little bit, but um, it's a great venue. Um, there's there's ample parking. The um, room we're in the auditorium. The show there's wonderful lighting. There's uh, there's even some food opportunities there. Um, and the, the vendors at this show, it's a closed show, so you have to be a mm-hmm. member of the North Jersey Mineralogical Society uh, to be one of the vendors. Um, it's, you know, it's truly a rock, um, gem, mineral, and fossil um, show. It's not a combination flea market, you know, sell anything you had in your closet kind of a thing. Um, the uh-huh. vendors um, are all you know, very respectful, and they're also, because they're club members, um, they know their stuff. So uh, anybody, uh, anybody's table that you go up to at this event, they're really going to be able to speak to you about what you see on the table because, like myself, you know, most of these folks um, take great pride in what they bring to the shows. And so... They pick, you know, they pick good stuff, and they can tell you all about it. Um, I love this show. Um, I love the other vendors. You know, we're all friends, and it's just such a warm feeling when folks from the Amber Dragon come out to see us um, at the venues that we're showing in. Uh, and I always offer a loyalty discount. So, um, you know, if you've been to the Dragon, and you come mm-hmm. by um, my booth at Midland Park, um, I do give loyalty discounts to my customers who, who follow me to venues. So it's, um, you know, it's also a great opportunity to maybe pick up a nice piece for yourself uh, at a very reasonable cost. So looking forward that, to that awesome. this weekend. And uh, that leads into uh, um, one of the things that we're going to be doing together very soon, which is forming a cosmic spirituality group at the Ember Dragon. And uh, this cosmic spirituality uh, group will have roots in New York, in northeastern um, New Jersey, here in Bergen County, and then in North. Uh, And that will be the the physical terrain we're currently focusing on with our Temenos. And Temenos means land set aside or sacred space. It's very similar to the Celtic Nemeton. Okay. So uh, now that we're here, we're, we're, we're taking our environment and uh, um, the surrounding areas, uh, you know, ch- trying to be more responsible uh, in doing things. Uh, um, so uh, I'm very excited with the cosmic spirituality aspect because although a lot of people call it New Age, it's actually very ancient. And in particular, it's called Theosophia, or Divine Wisdom, uh, Americanized uh, as Theosophy. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, establishing a center at the Dragon uh, and inviting folks uh, who might be uh, between New York and uh, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, you know, to have a place to, uh, uh, to gather for that type of spiritual exploration and we're working with a lot of fine groups. So this isn't one perspective that's being represented. 
we're working with uh, Unarius. We're working with the Urantia book. We're working with the Six Revelation. Uh, we're working with the Heart Center community. We're working with the Mark H. Uh, the Motok Chronicles, Healing Haven under Hilarion. So we have a lot of uh, groups that are actually very distinct and very different in how they uh, present uh, this information, but the commonalities uh, in the message and the methods are astounding. So it's taken over 20 years (laughs) to make these contacts and to build up a level of rapport and trust and uh, uh, exchange of ideas. But uh, I think this will be something uh, quite uh, unique and uh, I'm greatly honored to be offering it uh, first at the Dragon. Well, and, it, and it's it's just very exciting, and it too, really, the fact that underneath all this, there's only one spirit. There's yes. only one, um, you know, there's one energy known as divinity, and it just wears every possible face that it can because the Correct. you know it, it's all of, it's all about connection it's all about bringing us all together and um that's really what the ever dragon is all about it's it's a meeting place it's an opportunity for um basically anyone with love in their heart and an open mind to come into the doors and just just relax just be, you know, just oppor- give yourself the opportunity to to share energy with other like-minded people. Um, there's no dogma. There are no, no um, you know, strict rules. I mean, we are all just seekers on the path, and everybody's light lights the way. Um, we had an amazing um, gong immersion on Saturday night. Christopher Gayeba from... Um, you know, Seek God Deeply is his uh, Instagram name, and he's uh, Gevia Vibrations. And he's just evolving, you know. He uh, is now going and getting certified in Kirtan. And so very what is soon, we'll get. Kirtan is, um, is spiritual chanting. Okay. And it's, uh, it's used a lot um, with uh, Buddhism. And, um, you know, Om Namah Shivaya, you know, chanting okay. to kind of raise the, the spiritual connection. And uh, so very soon we're going to be also offering um, some kirtan at the Dragon as well. And, and really kind of, um, I have always blended uh, the Eastern and um, Western philosophies in my work. And this is just a beautiful opportunity um, to develop yet another um, another way of expressing you know yourself with um, with your voice so mm-hmm. um, it's it's just a lot of fun and and to bring all those people together you know on any given day you just you don't know who you're going to meet in there and it's just a lot of uh, it's a lot of good energy and I, I'm you know, I'm so excited to open the doors of our beautiful sanctuary and just welcome, you know, any comers to just, um, you know, share their ideas and share their, their knowledge and their desires. And let's see where we can go with this, you know. That is awesome. Yes. Uh, and it's always great to watch people uh, evolve. Uh, um, there is uh, uh, Sue Wayne, 
uh, I've seen her evolve phenomenally in a couple of years that we've been associated uh, from Dragon. Her her whole aura is totally different, and it took me a while to re-recognize her <laughs> because her whole feel, oh, her whole mean, body was. Oh, oh, Siowin, yes. Yes, yes. Siowin. Yes, and she is going on a very exciting pilgrimage. I, I, you know, I really just wish I could be in her suitcase. She's, you know, she goes to Scotland a bit, and um, she really resonates there very well. And and uh, this year in May, she's going off to Ireland, and um, so we always feel very connected when when one of the dragons goes somewhere. We all feel like we're virtually there through them. Uh, uh-huh. But this is just another. You know, it's another step on her journey, and it's it's very exciting to see her grow. Um, yes, most definitely. Fair. So you are actually um, coming back to the dragon on the thirteenth of April. To, yes, the to, second um, uh, Saturday. Yeah, and that is actually going to be the ne- the the next time we're open because we. Um, Right on the heels of the Midland Park show this weekend is the very, very big um, show down at the Edison Convention Center, um, and that's the New Jersey, New York um, Fossil and Gem Show. This is our um, fourth year in Edison, um, but the fifth mm-hmm. year, uh, the, the first year was over in Sea Caucus in uh, the Meadowlands Convention Center, and then um, we needed a bigger space, so they moved it to Edison, and that is the largest um, rock, mineral, fossil, and gem show on the East Coast. So if you do not have the opportunity um, to get to the Denver show in September or the Tucson show um, in February, you really have to get down to the um, Edison show they've expanded the show now so it's actually a five-day um show so we Uh open the doors to the public open the doors to public on wednesday um so it's open from wednesday which is the third of april um straight through to sunday the eighth uh and it's not just rocks and fossils i mean they sell singing bowls and that is that is a you know a wider venue. There's a lot of different folks there, and just to come down and experience it. Um, they have lots of displays for the kids. They have life-size dinosaurs. Um, it's just amazing. It's it's a great fun. It, it it sounds like a lot of fun. I saw the fossil that you had on your. Uh... Um, page on Facebook that had the megalodon tooth embedded in the uh, spine of the prehistoric whale. <laughs> that was quite awesome. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? I mean, there is, they find the, the neatest things. Um, you know, it, it's all one of a kind. I mean, there's no mass production when we're talking about the fossil world. So uh-huh. even if it's a trilobite, you know, every trilobite is different. Um, every ammonite is different. And so getting your hands on them and, you know, looking them over and turning them over and, and really just giving yourself an opportunity to touch history is, is uh, it's pretty amazing when you, when you figure out how long these things have been on the planet um, and that right now, you know, think of all the things that had to align, you know, in the course of existence 
for you to be at this moment in time standing holding a particular fossil. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, it's just a pretty cool journey, and um, I'm just very honored and grateful to our friends uh, Tom and Lee from uh, Lost World Fossils because um, they've really um, brought us along on their journey. So the Druid and I, uh, we work for Tom uh, at the bigger venues. So uh, if you come down to Edison, we are literally the first booth when you walk through the doors, uh, Lost World Fossils, just Stop over if we haven't met in person um, before. Just stop over and introduce yourself. Tell me that you've heard me on the blog, or um, you know, follow me on Facebook. And uh, you know, it's just great fun when you see people out. You know. Yes. Um, we have uh, something, uh, and I used to do it in the the dragon, and then uh, I was just carrying too many things back and forth, so I stopped bringing the uh, bags with me. But uh, I used to bring flyers, brochures, and information from all the people in our um, podcast community and uh, physical community as well. Uh, and this way, everyone knows what other people are doing. And I decided to start that custom again. So anything you have. Uh, going on with a dragon, including uh, loyalty bucks. And uh, uh, if you give me some, I'll make sure that uh, they're displayed uh, wherever and whenever I'm doing something. Oh, that's really great, Hercules. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I I will give you some cards the next time you're there. And um, we're working on a new flyer because the one that I had, we've just changed the card. Um, So the image on the card is, is more authentic to just the dragon um and so it's a nice card so we are kind of working on some other things um and as i produce them i will get them to you but the the cards are always great um and you can leave some of the the paperwork there you know we have that coffee table downstairs by the couch and um so i've displayed you know certain pamphlets and uh, information there, and people do help themselves and, and take stuff off that table all the time. So please feel free. Um, if it's an event that's coming up and you'd like me to hang it in the window, um, just let me know and we can do that as well. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that, and we'll take advantage of that uh, too. Um, do I know that some of the um, community members have been doing things uh, lately, like uh, Astrid, for instance, I know has been teaching about essential uh, oils. Um, yeah. I would like to also uh, spread the word about those as well, because Astrid is awesome, and she and I do uh, political things together, and she's the host of a show um, on uh, the Elysium Project, Path of Public Service, which is our political show. Uh, so uh, she's so instructional and so uh, energetic and enthusiastic and entertaining uh, with that information and very knowledgeable that uh, I'd love to promote any teaching she's doing because I certainly learn a lot from her every time I speak with her. Yeah, and she is going to be doing another program at the Dragon. Um, so that's going to be coming up um, sometime in May. Um, she is actually co-facilitating a workshop up at Sussex County Community College um, uh, on the essential oils as well. So, um, you know, 
I, I just find her to be a font of information. There's, you know, she has steered me in the right direction so many times when it comes to the use of the essential oils. Um, so I, I just am very appreciative. And when, you know, when she's there at the Dragon, she does talk to folks about that as well. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, we've got, we have an expanded community. Um, you know, um, Marnie and Linda, two of our dragons, are opening um, an art center, which is really yes. right down the street from the dragon. Um, Linda is a potter, and she is the p- proprietress of Kindred Spirits, yes, um, yes. which is her her pottery work and um marnie is just an amazing artist in her own right and so she is also um going to be doing um paint and sips and art classes um you know she paints in all different modalities so um they are literally right down the street from the dragon in um beautiful branchville new jersey they're scheduled to open uh sometime in may Linda will be offering pottery classes and, um, you know, opportunities to, to make some things. She's got all kinds of equipment there, and, uh, and Mo will be doing paintings. So, you know, it, it's nice that, you know, these are seeds, right, that were planted in the dragon, and Linda and Mo met um, through the groups that we have at the dragon, and they are definitely kindred spirits and, and, you know, uh, sisters of another mother from another lifetime ago. So it's just such a nice thing to watch them grow and and evolve. Um, one of our other dragons is now embarking on um, an opportunity to do some network sales for herself. And so she is selling Norwex um, products now, which are micro by cro, uh, micro um, oh, I'm not saying it wrong. Microbicrobial um, um, infused um, cleaning products that uh-huh. don't need harsh chemicals. So she's going to be also doing a demo at the um, at the Dragon as well. Um, I'm trying to really open up the space upstairs to. You know, folks that are interested in coming in and doing a class here or there, um, you know, that is something different than what we've already had at the Dragon. So I am looking for um, folks that want to share what they do and what they are um, with the community of the Amber Dragon. So if there's folks out there listening that are interested um, and would like to reach out to me, um, to talk about what it is that you can offer, uh, I'm always very happy to um, make that opportunity available for people as well. Wow, um, you could also I th- you did you've done this uh, once before, but uh, you can expand it and you can have a fair over there. And it's a you know it's such a great idea, Hercules, and um, to be able to have like a psychic fair and have some uh, vendors and some readers there. Uh, it's something that I'm shooting for. You know that Oberon Zell was there um, last yes. month and made such a powerful impact on the dragon that 
we would like him to come back. So we're exploring having him come back sometime this summer when he swings back through this way. Um, and that would also, you know, be a nice day to have kind of a, you know, a vendor fair going where, um, you know, people can do some readings and maybe take, um, take in a short lecture or two um, just to kind of broaden their horizons. So I think it's a great idea. And, um, you know, Hercules, you've got a lot of people in your network. So, you know, if there are folks that you're encountering that are looking to do this kind of thing, you know, that we could partner with, to kind of bring a, a broader spectrum to um, Branchville and the Amber Dragon, you know, I'd be more than happy to uh, to work with you to pull that together. We also have some, you know, we have some parking lot space, so, um, uh-huh. you know, we could set up some vendors out there and really just make a day of it. It would be a lot of fun, I think. Because I found a few great uh, books. Uh, last time you had the smaller version of it, um, and uh, um, I was wishing that uh, I had come earlier <laughs> or been able to stay later <laughs> at the time. So, so much cool, uh, so many cool things uh, there to explore and to purchase. Yeah, so I, you know, let's put our heads together. I, I think that's a great idea, and and. Um, we're actually going to be out on the road again in April on um, that Saturday, the 27th, I think it is, of April. Uh, we're doing the uh, Wizards and Witches Festival, which is going to be at the shop oh, cool. of Lafayette Village. Yeah, in Lafayette. So cool. And um, it, it's going to be quite large. I mean, yeah, we're going to, uh, we bought a booth. It's a 10 by 10 booth. So the Amber oh, Dragon. Awesome will be there. And um, the uh, promoter is actually going to be um, my guest in April because um, the show is the Monday, my show is the Monday night before the, um, before the event. So we thought it would be a nice way to promote that. So Jeannie is going to be my guest in April. And um, one of the nice things that they're doing at this show, Hercules, is... Um, They've encouraged each one of the vendors to offer some kind of activity at their booth, particularly for children. Um, so what the Amber Dragon is doing is we are going to be um, we are going to be offering make your own mojo bags. Oh and wow! So uh, for a very reasonable fee, three dollars. Um, that the is kids awesome. are going to be able to learn a little something about the herbs and the oils and the stones, and then they're going to be able to pick, you know, some herbs, some oils, and a stone, and create their own mojo bag. Um, so it's it's definitely a way of you know sharing information, being a good steward of witchcraft, and and teaching kids what it really means to be a witch. Um, and offering this this great opportunity, um, we're going to do um, volume discounts. So for families that have uh, more than two children that are coming through, we're going to be able to offer them a discount so that you know making the mojo bags doesn't break the bank. It's more about sharing the information forward, getting kids excited 
um, about magic um, than making any money. So, um, you know, all the booths are doing something. So it's really just awesome. a great day. Yeah, great day to come out. And, and for us it's really good because we don't get a lot of opportunities to meet other folks um, because every weekend we're at the Dragon. So to be able to meet other vendors um, that may in some way or another be interested in, in coming to the Dragon as well, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, that that sounds incredibly uh, awesome and lots of uh, fun, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a memorable experience uh, for all who uh, go there. You're very creative, and uh, you you like uh, experimentation, you like taking chances, and I admire that about you. Well, thank you. You know, I I you know there was a time in my life where I was pretty much a fly by the seat of your pants kind of person, and um, uh-huh. you know I didn't have a lot of fear. I just really moved in the direction that I wanted to go in, and um, yeah, I had a, a lot of fun. And then, you know, you get a little older and you get maybe a little bit more settled in and certainly kids change your perspective on everything. You get, you know, a little cautious. And But I, I feel like I'm coming on the other side of that and, um, you know, I've, I've had a bit of a an awakening myself. You know, I've newly been diagnosed with lupus and so Thank I'm, you for sure. I'm learning – well, and I, I'm and I'm learning a lot, you know. I'm, I'm learning a lot about myself and uh, my body, and also, you know, really taking stock of of how I want to spend my time. You know, I mean, when you're faced with a health crisis, it really makes you think. You know, what am I doing? You know, why am I? Why is this where all of my energy is going? And so, um, although I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now um my mind is is kind of awakened to you know trying to do more of what i what i like um i actually went and saw a doctor uh about two weeks ago because i've been dealing with um an upper respiratory and unfortunately one of the things that lupus does is it um diminishes your immune system and your ability Mm. to fight infection so, you know, working in a hospital, um, you know, I've kind of, you know, gotten into a situation the last couple of weeks where I've been very sick um, with an upper respiratory infection and um, the antibiotics weren't helping and, and all this kind of stuff. And so here I am and I go, I go to my medical doctor and I, I got to see the nurse practitioner and she sat down and she just said to me, I want you to do the things that bring you joy. And I mm. want you to spend time with the people that open you to joy. Because when we're My sick, we, we tend to close down. We tend to isolate. We tend to kind of stay to ourselves. And what we really need is we need all of that marvelous energy that gets generated when we are spending time with people that we care about. Um, 
So it was definitely words of wisdom for me, Hercules, and um, I'm really working towards trying to um, trying to walk that path a little bit more and spend more time um, with the people, places, and things that are bringing me joy. And that's wise advice for everybody on any uh, day. Uh, that uh, you, know, you you learn at a certain point, uh, either from what uh, happens to you directly or what happens to people around you, that life is very short and unpredictable. And uh, all you really have is the moment. And uh, one of your greatest uh, decisions that you can make is how do you live that moment? Uh, and I found that uh, the moment helps me really appreciate and enjoy um, uh, certain people and certain activities and so I try to fill my moments with as much of that as possible because uh, who knows how many moments I have who knows how many moments they have and uh, so every uh, every period of time we have together is is a cause for celebration and something to be savored and enjoyed and cherished and uh, treasured Oh, I definitely agree. I mean, you know, working in healthcare, we we see folks every day, um, you know, stepping in completely unprepared for the reality that this may be the last time that you make eye contact and yes. you have a conversation or you listen to the breath of this person who has been so meaningful in your life for for however long they've been around. And so really taking stock of that for ourselves and role modeling that for the community, I, I think that that's the best way, you know, to go about this. Because, you know, you can yeah. say a lot of things to a lot of people, but until it's real for them, until they've experienced that, and, and certainly, you know, you've had a, um, a loss recently of somebody who, you know, was really a, a 24-7 um, choice Present. that you made yeah. to, you know, to take care of her, and uh, so so coming through that experience to where you are today, um, it's going to take some time, you know. Oh yes. Yeah. So filling that yeah. time with, um, yeah, it's, it's important to to do the things that bring you joy. Yeah, it, it is very important, and uh, and again, your life uh, changes in a second. You know, all of a sudden, uh, the uh, um, constraints or freedoms that were there uh, uh, seconds ago are no no longer there, and uh, um, you, you find yourself dealt a whole new set of cards, and uh, uh, a new chapter uh, begins. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, life goes on, though, and uh, as much as we think that what we're going through, we're going through alone, uh, countless people are and have been going through uh, the same or similar experiences since there were people. So Very it's true. Us, but yeah. it's not you at all. You know, and that's that's the beauty of having a, you know, a, a like-minded community where even if it's you know, there are different faiths, but I don't believe that there are opposing faiths. I think that the opposition comes from the ego and it comes from the fear of, you know, possibly 
losing something that is yours. And, you know, as a, as a civilization, we struggle with um, live and let live. And so right. it's, we talk about, you know, learning from ancient history. And unfortunately, you know, every time somebody new, you know, comes ashore, um, they seem to want to change the, um, the foundation belief system of the folks that they have had come to visit, if you will. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it, it would be very nice for us to be the role models of change um, on a community level and be able to demonstrate that differing beliefs and differing faiths can come together, share with one another, and leave richer than they came without necessarily losing anything. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that would be our that would be our mission statement in this interfaith community of ours, you know, is is somehow to, you know, pull together a statement that really reflects that, you know. Yeah. That that, you know, you when we come together and share uh, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And, you know, you walk away, you know, with at least what you brought to the table, if not more. Right. Right. And uh, there, there is so much uh, to discover. I, I'm finding that a lot uh, lately, especially as I've become more active in the community that what you choose to focus on and some things you can't help but focus on um, because uh, they're, they're happening uh, to you or in front of you or directly around you. But a lot of what we uh, choose to pay attention to is just that it's a choice. And if you choose to focus on something else, it's equally as valid to focus on that, your attention um, and uh, your Higher experience uh, changes, um, and uh, it's amazing. You find yourself in a totally different uh, place than you were before just by shifting and maintaining your attention on something different. And you can choose to focus on pleasant things because there are plenty, there are countless of pleasant things happening in the world as well as unpleasant things. Or uh, And there's plenty of interesting things rather than just uh, background noise that uh, uh, seeks to distract us or pull us in one particular uh, direction. So uh, it, it, it's amazing how much uh, um, just with that, power alone to pay attention to, uh, we construe and construct and color and interpret our world. Uh, and it, it's a phenomenal thing that we all take for granted. Well, and, and what we talk about, you know, in witchcraft is, you know, what you think about, you bring about. Yes. So if, you, if, you're, if you're thinking about, you know, something that's lacking, you're actually going to bring that, that, deficit into your life right so when we you know a lot of people think about money you know and um, a lot of people ruminate on the fact that they don't have enough but if that's what you're thinking about that's what you're going to bring about the universe is going to deliver that because that's where you're throwing your resources so it's, it's really quite a challenge for us to refocus our minds on abundance 
and to see yes. each moment as the abundant gift that it is. I mean, the breath that we're sharing together, you and I, Hercules, right now, it, it's really just a gift. Um, yes. And to your point, you know, it could be taken away, you know, any moment. So kind of sitting in it and just enjoying it for what it is instead of yeah, trying to moment. analyze it, you know, figure out where it fits in the grand scheme of things, you know, we overwhelm ourselves. Uh, you know, I was talking with somebody this weekend and, you know, she was posing a lot of um, kind of futuristic what ifs and what ifs and what ifs to me. And I basically just said to her, you know what, just enjoy the moment that you're in because right now you're robbing yourself. You're stealing yes. from yourself right now, you know, so it, it's an interesting thing. We should get T-shirts made up, right? You're stealing yeah, from yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, if you're it's not amazing. in a, I, I decided to uh, start paying attention to the ground, just to shift my attention from the sky or from straight ahead. Just look at the ground. Just see the world in a different way today. Uh, and during the course of that day, I found a $50 bill. Um, and wow. uh, I won $25 on a lottery ticket. So it's just, just by, wow. just by my attention and just, uh, you know, uh, allowing myself to be curious on what things I would find on the ground. Uh, and yeah, there was like abundance I didn't necessarily ask for. Uh, but uh, it, it's amazing just by shifting your perspective how your world uh, can change. Uh, so now right, I go out with right. the expectation that uh, on the ground there's tons of money just laying around for me to pick up as I as I pass it. And uh, it wasn't just that. I found, like, lots of quarters, dimes, pennies. And, well, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Tons of money all over the ground. <laughs> it's just there waiting for you to pick it up. But most people don't look at the ground or they don't expect anything no. from looking at the ground. So uh, they don't, you know, find these things. Well, it's also it's also the value of what you define as abundance because you know I could, uh-huh. I could I could say that prayer in the morning you know and just say you know I, I'm I'm open to abundance today and then I can walk past every dime nickel and penny on the ground because right, that's right. not my definition of abundance you know I I'm expecting that I'm going to find a suitcase full of cash you know with nobody in it so. But if you pick up every dime that you find on the ground and you pick up the quarters and the pennies and the nickels, you know, you have, you have more than you had a minute ago, and eventually that stuff is going to add up. And it's really that shift in the mindset of seeing everything as a gift and appreciating gifts that you have um, because it makes all the difference at the end of the day you know, when you lay down in your bed and you take that review, you know, you take stock of, of everything that you've experienced. And if you're, if you're coming from that place of lacking, I didn't get anything done. I didn't get to where I wanted to go. I didn't get to talk to anybody. I didn't find anything of value on the internet. I didn't see, I mean, if you, if you have, you really have to listen to that internal, you know, programming, um, you know, and, and really change it up. What did you get today? You know, there was something, you know, you're different yeah, than you were 24 hours ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I'm constantly finding things on the ground, constantly, yes. And, and I look at the sky as art. So I compliment uh, the sky. 
when, when uh, it's art, like astounds me, which is fairly often too. I get, I get astounded by uh, um, the sky, I get astounded by like the arrangement and color of trees and the leaves in the trees. And uh, I, I guess, uh, I don't know, but I, that's, I, I really appreciate those things. And I, I thank the universe for, uh, um, giving my eyes, you know, something really awesome to look at as we're driving to the Amber Dragon or we're going shopping. Well, and uh, and, and, I, and I, be- I always marvel, I, I marvel at how the sky and the environment around me shifts to mm-hmm. really speak to what it is that's on my mind. So, you yes. know, you'll be thinking about something in particular and then you look up and there's an image of it in the sky or, yes. you know, yes. somebody drives past you with a license plate and it's exactly the word that you were just thinking of. And I mean, those are all the gifts. That's all the stuff that says, Hey, you know, you're part of this big thing. We are one big energy interpreted yes. in multiple, you know, multiple dimensions. And you're a part of us. You're a part of this. So come on in, you know, the water's fine. That kind of an idea. We're we're definitely in the same uh, wavelength uh, with that. I, I I find the world an amazing uh, uh, place, and uh, um, every day is like such a blessing. You know, just to to live, to breathe, to be alive. Um, Athena and I were talking earlier, and uh, I shared with her um, a story about Aristotle Onassis. He was a phenomenally uh, rich individual in terms of monetary wealth. And he right. often said that he would give away every single uh, drachma of his wealth to, to be a uh, robust uh, and a healthy peasant, you know, because uh, with all his uh, uh, money, with all his resources, with all his power and with, with all his influences, uh, he was phenomenally sick uh, almost all yeah. the time, was in suffering. So. Um, he kept saying that, and I kept remembering that, you know, uh, and I try to remember that whenever I start feeling that, uh, you know, I, I could use some extra resources or, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not figuring out how to uh, solve the challenge uh, that's uh, before me. Uh, and I remember Aristotle and Ness is uh, saying that, and uh, it puts everything uh, in perspective again, uh, because even though I'm old and uh, um, I have uh, diabetes, so, uh, you know, I have uh, you know, like a bunch of uh, things associated with that, um, I'm still alive and I'm breathing and uh, sure. I have my sure. senses. I'm able to ambulate. And you and, are, uh, and, and you are quite vital. Quite yes, vital. I'm quite vital. So I appreciate all the yes. things that I have rather than the things that, you know, I don't have uh, because where I put my focus on having or not having will determine uh, how I react and how I feel about where and we lost track of time again, Linda. We only have 90 seconds. I know. I know, <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, As always, I enjoy talking. Hercules. Um, you're yeah, very welcome, it, it, and thank you. I enjoy our conversation, so I look forward to whenever you have a cancellation because uh, we get a chance uh, to talk, and we never get a chance to do that in the, uh, in yeah. the bustle of uh, going hither and yon and doing all the things that we're doing. Um, give my love to the Uh, to all the members of the Amber Dragon community, and I look forward to speaking uh, with you soon. Thank you, and uh, bright blessings to Athena as well. Blessed be. We can say that. Blessed be. Uh, Thanks uh, to all who've uh, joined us tonight. 
Um, and until next time, uh, this is Hercules Invictus and Linda Marciniak uh, bestowing upon you many blessings and many well wishes. Um, looking forward to next time. And now, let me see, I can go to the closer. for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus if you only have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a Robinhood IRA on top then they'll boost it by 3% you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.